Thank you for listening today. Dr. Lori Hess is a leading exotic animal veterinarian with a busy veterinary practice in Bedford Hills, New York. If you need more information on any Zupreme product or have questions for Dr. Lori, go to our website at www.zupreme.com where you can contact us. Make sure to follow us on Facebook for more information on upcoming podcasts, education, and Facebook fun. Welcome to the Zoo Nation podcast channel brought to you by Zupreme. Zupreme makes healthy food for pet birds, rabbits, guinea pigs, and ferrets. If you're listening today, your home has probably experienced the love and happiness of owning a non-traditional or exotic pet. We know it's a zoo in your home sometimes. Here's Dr. Lori now to help you learn more about the care of that special pet in your home. Hi, I'm Dr. Lori Hess, Director of Pet Health and Nutrition at Supreme, and you're listening to podcast number six. Today we're going to talk about a really important topic, exercising with your companion bird. Why is it important? And it is so important. Most people don't think about exercising with their birds. Um, They think bird stays at home, sits in the cage, and is very happy. We provide that bird with great nutrition, and it lives a long, healthy life. And to some degree, that's true. But think about if you you never exercised. What do we hear from our doctors all the time? You need to go to the gym. You need to work out. You need to take walks. Uh, it's all really important for our health. It is not any different for our pet birds. Remember that these pet birds actually live as long as we do sometimes. Some of these parrots live 50, 60, 70 years. And if they're not exercising, what's happening inside their bodies? They're getting cholesterol deposits in their major arteries, in their aorta, um, all the same things that happen to us. They may be gaining weight, losing muscle mass, developing arthritis. These are all things that actually happen in our pet birds. And to some degree, you know, we can't control everything that happens to us as we age, nor can we control it in our birds. But there are things that we can do for our pet birds, including encouraging them to exercise that can really slow down these aging changes. So how do you get a pet bird to exercise? Well, obviously, birds fly in the wild. And that's great if you can provide a safe area for your birds to fly around. Um, It's really great for their cardiac function, their heart function. Getting blood to pump is terrific for that heart muscle. It's great to develop their pectoral muscles on their chest, their breast muscles. Those are the muscles associated with flight. Those are all great things. But unfortunately, in our homes, there are a lot of dangers lurking when a bird tries to fly. So things like open windows, open doors. Um, flames, whether there are flames from a pot on the stove, from an open fireplace or a candle, uh, big pots of boiling water if you have your bird out and it happens to fly into the kitchen, um, smoking cigarettes, fumes, uh, so many different things, you know, even uh, ceiling fans, uh, mirrors. These are all things that a bird could fly into and become injured. So if you're going to let your bird out of its cage to fly around, if you're not going to clip your bird's wings, which certainly you know is appropriate for some birds and not others, as we've discussed on a previous podcast, um, 
you really need to kind of bird proof your room before you let that bird out. And that means, you know, covering the uh, mirrors, making sure there are no other pets running around, even friendly pets like dogs and cats who are well-intentioned and may just want to play with the bird, they're still predators and birds are still prey and dogs and cats have sharp teeth. And even if they wanted to pick up your bird and carry it around like a toy, they could really inflict some serious injury. So you want to clear the room of anything else that's dangerous. You want to make sure that wires are put away, um, you know, tucked away so that birds can't chew on them, that there's no chipping paint for birds to chew on. And you certainly want to make sure that if your bird is out, that you're supervising that flight the entire time. You're not leaving that bird uh, flying around in a room and and getting into trouble. So if you can let your bird fly safely, that's great. Um, If you can't, you want to make sure at least that the bird's cage is large enough that the bird can climb around, move around. It has different uh, levels of perches so that it can go up, it can go down, and it can go sideways. Birds need to climb. They use their beaks to climb. Um, They use their feet. They use their wings to balance. These are all things that, again, use muscles in their body, nerves in their body. It's like kind of like lifting weights or uh, stretching for us. It's important that a bird have enough room to really get around the cage. At a minimum, the bird's cage should be at least uh, twice the width and length of his wingspan. So if the bird stretched out its wings, um, it should be at least as twice as wide or as tall as that span. Uh, that's just a, a general guideline. But so a bird needs exercise in the cage. And how do you get a bird to exercise in the cage? Well, you can put their food in water dishes at different levels. You can actually take some things like vegetables and you can use clothespins um, and you can kind of stick them all over the cage so that the bird has to move around the cage and actually exercise to reach its food. You want to be careful you don't use little twist ties because there are actually little thin wires which have metals like zinc in them in those twist ties that birds can chew on if you're if you're trying to affix the food to the cage but uh, clothespins work great Um, so moving food around the cage having them climb to reach it if your bird does come out of his cage you can put the food um, safely along a clean area of the floor and get him to walk around to find that food not only is that great exercise for your bird but it's great mentally and psychologically for your bird remember that birds in the wild forage for foods They have to actually look for food. Most pet birds don't because we're just putting the food in the food dish. But if you actually put it out on the floor in different locations in the room, the bird has to spend time walking around, searching and looking. And that is really great psychologically for the bird to forage. It's it's mentally stimulating. So that can be a fun activity as well as some way to encourage exercise. Um, Other things you can do. If your bird comes out and just sits on your arm, you can move your arm up and down so that the bird will flap. That's usually a reflexive thing that birds will do. And flapping actually stimulates blood flow and circulation. It uses some muscles, like the muscles of flight. And even if your bird is not actually sailing around and getting lift, that flapping is really good for his heart, um, helping burn up cholesterol uh, and and providing some really good exercise without actually taking the risk of flying around and, and smashing into something. 
Other things you can do, um, taking your bird into the shower. Some birds, um, you know, love to dance and sing and, and bop around in warm water and having the bird in the shower with you. If it's safe, you don't obviously want the bird flying around the bathroom, but sometimes the birds will be really responsive to water in the shower. Some birds are a little afraid of it. You have to try and see what your bird thinks. Sometimes we'll spritz them with a little uh, plant mister of lightly, not directly at them, but maybe above their head. And a lot of birds will stretch out their wings and really just enjoy the mist falling down on them. And that stretching and moving is a form of exercise as well. Um, so those are really simple things you can do at home safely with your bird. Now I am asked quite often about bringing birds outside. Remember that it takes just one fraction of a second for your bird to take take off, lift off, and fly away. And every year I hear from my clients, bird owners, that they took their birds outside, they wanted fresh air and sunshine for their birds, which is great, but um, they took them out without clipping their wings and they flew away. And unfortunately, too many times birds fly away and don't come back. Um, I did have a client a few years ago who was very, very lucky. She had an eclectus parrot. Um, she absolutely adored him. And he had never been outside. He uh, got outside. He flew to the toppest, to top, tallest pine tree in the, in the uh, yard. It was about a mile away. She could see him sitting at the top of that tree. And he sat there literally for two days. Um, hawks flew around him. He was petrified. He didn't move. She tried everything to entice him to come down. Uh, she put the cage out. She put food. She played music for him, did all kinds of things. He eventually did come back, but it was really stressful to her. He lost weight. He was stressed. So again, the lesson that this teaches us is that, you know, if your bird's wings are not clipped, I'm really reluctant to recommend bringing that bird outside. Um, if the bird's wings are clipped, you know, they should be able to jump down off a height safely and get to the ground without smashing like a rock, but they shouldn't be able to get flight and lift off and sail around. Um, so if you're going to take your bird out at all, certainly you want to supervise them. You never want to put them in a cage like that on your porch because, and then walk away because there are predators like hawks um, and, and eagles and all kinds of other animals, foxes, raccoon, depending upon where you live in, in the country, that basically can reach through your bird's cage and grab your bird's leg and, and just pull. And I've seen horrible things happen. So if you're going to bring your bird out, even in its cage, you want to sit with them, make sure you're supervising them at all times. If you're going to bring them out, um, and just even have them on your body and their wings are clipped, um, you want to test fly them inside before you bring them outside at all. So really make sure that even if you've just clipped your wing, your bird's wings a few weeks before, um, all it takes is just a fraction of an inch or two for those wing feathers to grow back and then birds can get left, lift off and fly away. So you do want to test fly them inside before you step outside because sometimes it just in one second that bird will get away even if you clip their wings. Um, people do ask me about these little contraptions they sell now called flight suits. They look like little vests that are on the end of sort of a leash. Um, where birds that are flighted uh, are put in these little vests, they're strapped in, and then they can kind of fly at the end of a leash um, or walk. I'm not a big fan of these. I've seen people's birds uh, slip out of them if they're not 
properly secured and then birds fly away. I've seen birds get stuck in them um, and injure their wings, break wings and legs. So I'm not a big fan of the flight suit. Um, I think a lot of birds are really uncomfortable. They don't really understand what having a suit or a jacket or a vest is um, and they fight and they struggle and it's stressful. So I think it's better to make sure your bird's wings are trimmed, keep him in a cage if he's outside, um, supervise him rather than putting him at the end of a leash. You know, birds don't really normally walk at the end of leashes. They're confused. They can get tangled up. Not something I recommend. Um, so, you know, there are certainly safe circumstances to take your bird out in and some that are unsafe. You want to have that conversation with your veterinarian who knows your bird. Um, we think about your own bird's temperament. Is he going to freak out if he goes outside or is that something he's intrigued by? Um, you know, so sometimes you can gauge it by putting his cage near a window and seeing how he reacts. There are some birds that absolutely love to look outside and others that are just petrified and, and don't want to have anything to do with it. So that's something you should discuss with your veterinarian. Um, there are certainly many, many safe alternatives inside to getting exercise for your bird. Um, one of my favorite things to do is um, I, I love putting music on for my bird at home. Um, I actually, my bird's at home and I have a bird in my office who's an African gray parrot and they all have just grown up with music. I play a lot of music in my home and my birds know that music makes me really happy and I love to dance around my house and uh, when we're cleaning at the animal hospital, we all dance around uh, when we're mopping and dusting and as soon as that music comes on our birds dance with us and they know it's a really special time it's a special activity that we share it's a great bonding activity and it's also a means of exercise it gets birds uh, hearts pumping their blood circulating just as it does for us and it's completely safe um, something you can share with your bird so I'm sure there are many many other interesting ways um, that you can get your birds uh, heart rate up you can get them interested um, and and I love to hear from people about what they're doing with their own birds. So if you have a special way that you exercise with your bird, please let us know. Remember that when you're listening to Zoo Nation throughout these episodes, you can follow our Zupreme Facebook page where we're going to have posts before every show where you can actually ask questions or make comments um, for me to discuss on the show. You'll also see some sneak peeks to episodes you may have missed there as well. So thank you so much for listening. And remember that if you have questions, you can contact us at one. 1-800-345-4767 or at customercare at zupreme.com. Thank you again so much for listening. Thank you for listening today. Dr. Lori Hess is a leading exotic animal veterinarian with a busy veterinary practice in Bedford Hills, New York. If you need more information on any Zupreme product or have questions for Dr. Lori, go to our website at www.zupreme.com where you can contact us. 